Welcome to the Breakfast Leadership Show, where we interview global thought leaders on business, leadership, and life. Here's your host, keynote speaker, best-selling author, and chief burnout officer of the Breakfast Leadership Network, Michael Levitt. Welcome back. I've got Zach on the line. Zach, how are you? Michael, I'm amazing, man. Good to be with you. Good to be with you again. I was on your show not too long ago and really loved having that conversation. So I thought it makes a tone of sense for my audience to get exposed to all the awesomeness that is you. So why don't you share a little bit about you and then we'll dive into the conversation around burnout. Yeah, absolutely. And shameless plug, if you haven't seen Michael's episode on The Happy Engineer, he brought massive value to that conversation. So go tune in and listen to it. You'll love it. I know you already love Michael. Michael, what I do is help engineering leaders, specifically you know, these folks around technology, mathematics, science, the, the introverts and the nerds of the world. I help those folks to build the career that they dream about in the context and in balance with the life that they dream about. And doing that in a way, as you and I are both passionate about, that doesn't lead to burnout as you go after big goals and big dreams in career and in business. And who I am in that context, I call myself a lifestyle engineer. And bringing this message to help as many people as I can through our programs, through our coaching at my company, The Oasis of Courage. You know, it's important work that you do and yeah, that a lot of people don't think they can have the best of both worlds, but they can. And we're seeing this now, especially with the great resignation, quiet quitting and uh, the pandemic. I think, you know, I had a conversation the other day and somebody had mentioned it. It really put a spotlight on things. And, I, and some people looked at it and they thought, I don't like what I'm doing the way that I'm doing it. And sometimes people don't even go that deep. They just say, I just don't like it. And they don't ask those questions. Okay, why don't I like it? Because mm -hmm. I see this a lot, you know, especially with quiet quitting, great resignation, people quitting. It's like, well, you quit this role and you go somewhere else. And after time you go, wow, it's kind of the same thing as the other place. And you have to start digging a little bit deeper to figure out, okay, why? Is yeah. it actually that way? Is it your perception of how that is? There's so many different variants there. Uh, you ultimately have to figure out, okay, what's my part of this? And, and too often, unfortunately, people don't look at themselves within to go, okay, what am I contributing to this particular situation? Why am I burning out? What am I doing? Yes. To, and take a little bit of ownership on that because if we just point fingers and say it's it's their fault, it's their fault, well, that doesn't fix anything. I mean, it brings light to maybe a situation, but ultimately, you got to do some work within too. And once you do that, then you end up finding it's a little bit easier to navigate through things. Yeah, Michael, that's super true that there's a bias towards wanting to look at everything in our external environment as the cause of what leads us to burnout. And I don't want to dismiss at all what a toxic environment or a bad boss or something around you can do in terms of its negative impact in our lives. That can be significant. But I've seen hundreds of times with the leaders who I've coached where you do have a significant amount of influence and agency and control directly within yourself to create a different experience right where you're at. And I'm thinking of one of my clients, Mauricio, an amazing leader who was absolutely burned out 
but on paper in a situation that most people would call success. He'd had the promotions. He had the big paycheck. He had the great career in technology that a lot of people are seeking, and he's in a place of burnout. And he thought the answer would be a new company, a change in career. He was even considering going back to software development instead of moving up to a higher level management or director position because he remembered, well, I used to be happy back when I was doing that development work. Maybe that's the answer. I just need to change what I do all day. Well, for him, we went into that deep work of where are you showing up in a way that's causing burnout? Where are you disconnected from your values, from your purpose, from the things you really love? Where are you not taking care of yourself? This idea of putting yourself first in care because you can't give what you don't have. He made some little tweaks, Michael, and it was night and day. You know, a completely different experience of life, one full of joy and happiness without changing his job. <laughs> it didn't take that. And so I think what you're saying is 100% true. And the message is finally getting out that it's possible. But now everybody's asking, but how? And that's the thing. They're, they're stuck on the how. And that's why uh, we're in this world, uh, to help <laughs> people with, with that how. And and sometimes it's you know taking a step back and, and looking and and I love that example about somebody saying well I'll I'll go back to that because I, I was happy then yeah. and you know when you were saying that you know I reflected for a moment it's like okay would I be happy and happy is a loose term if I went back to let's say a previous career or a previous organization that I worked for what would I be in that situation it's like yeah I can I can go through the work and I know it I could do it with my eyes closed and and there would wouldn't be any challenge no problem and then it's like yeah there wouldn't be any challenge you would get bored and you'd get frustrated because there's no excitement there's nothing giving you opportunities to grow potentially in that organization. I could be yeah. wrong. You know, there could be yeah. options where you're like, you know what, now that I go back to it, I'm better at that role than I would be before. I've got more knowledge and skills from everything else that I've done, and I could bring more to that table. But that organization may not be configured in a way that that would be helpful or, I want to use the word allowable, but... yeah. But it, it's a challenge for a lot of people on that. So, again, it goes back to that, you know, and I love how you mentioned some minor tweaks. Because I tell people that all the time when they think, oh, I'm burned out. And they hear my story and they think, am I going to have to reinvent my entire life? And, and I tell people, 99.9% .9 of you, no, not at all. A couple adjustments here and there. Yes. You will notice a gigantic wave of change for you. And yes. I know change can be a dirty word for people, but it, it's actually, <laughs> totally. it, it's, it, 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 that's the only thing that's constant is change. And it's like you make some adjustments in your life, that's right. minor tweaks, you'll notice a tremendous difference. Like in my situation, adding walking to my regimen, yeah. eating more salads, things like that, weight just went gone. I'm like, oh, wow, that's pretty cool. And you feel better yes. and all that, but... Some people say, well, I, I can't lose weight. And going back to, you know, Henry Ford's quote, if you say you can and you can't say you can't, you're right. You know, yep. and unfortunately, a lot of people program themselves to say, I'm not going to be able to do this. Well, yeah, you're probably right if you have that mindset. Michael, too, I'll just take it even further. Not only do I agree with you that the little, the little changes, the tiny habits, the tweaks can compound to massive differences, 
But if you are a person whose ultimate outcome may need to be a significant change, career path, industry, company, location, where you live, whatever that may be, you don't want to make that decision and make that change while you're currently exhibiting all of these self-sabotaging, bad habits, you know, bad attitude type of behaviors that's not actually aligned with your highest self. Like, don't go find that new job while you're still burned out and frustrated and causing yourselves all these problems because you're not ready, A, to, to truly find and identify something aligned with your vision. Because, I mean, Michael, you know this. When you're just focused on get me out of here, get me out of here, I don't want this, I don't want this, running away from a problem, that doesn't lead you to your dreams. <laughs> you need to be running toward a clear, definite vision of your future that is aligned with what you want. And so, you know, I'd say even if you are in that point, whatever percent of people who might need a transformation in your external environment and situation, you need to do the inner work first regardless because you don't want to make that decision from the place you're currently in or you'll just sabotage and ruin that new situation uh, unintentionally it's not like you're a bad person this isn't a judgment it's just something that happens i've seen it over and over again and you probably know somebody who's on that revolving door of relationships that fail or jobs that don't work out and it's funny your last 10 bosses in a row just seem to be toxic bad bosses how is that possible like Maybe the common denominator here is you. Agreed. And I know somebody quite well that went through that where they went through really bad situation at their work. They were working with an executive. That executive left. They brought in an interim person. The environment was horrible. They left there. They went to another organization. Things were going fine, but then got a really bad review just because their manager Sure. You know, wasn't the best of management type of people and didn't really have the skill set to properly manage. Uh, but again, then they left there and they went to the third place. Within like three weeks, they were like in really rough shape mentally, real bad shape. And finally, it's like, okay, you need to talk with a therapist, period, full stop. And I, and I tell this to everybody, everyone should have a therapist everyone because there's something in everyone's lives that they need to address or work on or get better understanding it's not that you're we're all screwed up okay well it's a blanket (laughs) statement we're all screwed up okay i'll sign i'll sign up for that michael i'm screwed up too yeah we're all screwed up okay but that's okay because uh, come on the, the you look at the stats and you look at circumstances in life and wars and supply chain issues, all pandemics, all these things. It's a wonder that, you know, many of us can actually physically stand up because we get a lot thrown at us, but how you process those things and how you assign emotions or don't assign emotions to certain situations goes a long way. So this individual did seek therapy, did the work, you know, and, you know, one of the things that, you know, the therapist did share, and I'm not, you know, sharing any identities or anything like that. You know, they asked, is this, you know, this thing you're talking about and these feelings you have, are they real? Is that really happening? Or is it your perception of what's happening? And our minds get in the way of clear thinking. And, and sometimes you just get in that path. Like you said, wow, 10, 10 straight bosses are all horrible. 
It's like, yeah. okay, yeah. did they all did they all go to the same university or college or, you know, they read the Absolutely. same book, you know, yeah. they have Jack Welch's book, nothing against Jack Welch. They have Jack <laughs> Welch's book on there and then how to lead. It's like, uh, there's pluses and minuses yeah. to how Jack led, you know, yeah. and, but ultimately it boils down to, you got to look within and for many people, and you know this too, that's a scary place for people to look because mm -hmm. we beat ourselves up so much. And it's like, you got to quit beating up yourself because who are you going to spend the majority of your life with? You, uh, so or all of your life actually. So uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, so, so, no, which which part of your life were you not with yourself, Michael? That's a, I, I was going to say that <laughs> there was that there was that one Saturday in July <laughs> where there was something in that drink that was a little weird, and the next thing you know. I, I I I could taste the color purple. It was strange. No, 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 no. Trading yeah. places, a good movie. You know, Michael. Yeah. Right. Look, you, you got to do the work on both sides. If you want to accelerate results in your life, whatever success means for you and happiness looks like for you, we got to take care of the rearview mirror. And if you have anchors and and traumas and resistance from your past, then go get that therapist. Michael, you're totally right. I have a therapist. It's something I believe in. And many of my clients who are in coaching, I encourage them, look, that thing that's holding you back that you need to let go of, that's the domain of therapy. Go do that work. You need to do that work. And then we need to look through the windshield and get working on our future. Where are we going? What are we building? What are the strategies? What are the mindsets? What are the tools? Are you in the right communities? Do you have the support that you need? And, you know, they're both important. The one thing that I share with my clients, Michael, I'd be curious your thoughts too, though, is there's a reason in your car why the windshield is quite a bit bigger than the rearview mirror. You really do need to spend more energy, time, focus, and effort on where you're going in life than checking on those things that are behind. And it's not to dismiss the impact of past trauma or the things that you need to do that work on, but it's not supposed to be what occupies all of your life's focus and energy. So if you're the kind of person who's stuck living in the past, constantly haunted by you know, these stories or these limiting beliefs and things from you know, childhood or whatever, then you definitely need to go do that work quickly because you know a healthy person who's moving forward is going to be checking in on hey you know to your point it's, we all need the therapist don't forget to let go of what's behind and do that work and make sure that you don't have a chain you know anchoring you to that flagpole in the back of your car but most of our life is focused on where we're going our vision watching out for those road bumps and things that are ahead. And so that's why we have coaching. That's why we do that work and the support of mentors and people who've been there before you have already driven this road. You know, don't go find your own way on a path that's been proven time and time and time again. Go get that help. It's really important. And, you know, exercise that I do all the time is, okay, where do I see myself? And literally, you know, it's like, what do I want my business to be? Yeah. Not like, boy, it'd be nice if no, where do I want it to be? You know, it's like, and you have that in your mind and taste it, see it, visualize it, and keep that top of mind. When those negative thoughts start coming in, immediately is and this takes practice but you get there immediately change those thoughts to focusing back on what you're doing and where you're growing it's like okay these clothes don't fit i these clothes are going to fit and they're going to be too big and i'm gonna have to go buy new clothes i'm going to donate these clothes to somebody else it, or my business i'm going to have this many dollars or euros or whatever your currency is 
in, in sales for my business by the fourth quarter of this year? What does that look like? What does that taste like? What does that feel like? What what are the emotions? And and bring those in. And you know, it and basically that changes your focus to that. So your thoughts, your everything you're doing, your actions, what do I need to do to get there? Okay, yeah. I need to make these many calls, or I need to charge this amount for my coaching, or have this many introductions to people or referrals or whatever it is, whatever you want to do. It may not be, you know, maybe you're an engineer and you're working for a company and you have no business in being an entrepreneur or no desire, excuse me. Uh, and you're like, okay, right. what do you, right. what do you want your job to look like at the end of the year? What are the projects that you'd like to complete? What are the things you'd like to work on? What would that feel like if you were able to work on that? It, it just start thinking positive. You know, those those yes. thoughts are going to come back into mind of, oh yeah, I messed that up or I did that. Okay, yeah, that's behind you. Those are experiences. Use those as stepping blocks. You know, not to do that again. So, you know, take the steps Absolutely. and and we misstep. We because we're human. We're going to do that. But you, you dust yourself off. You pick yourself back up and and get back into it and. If you're struggling with something, you can't seem to get through this hurdle or barrier of how to do something or whatever, that's when you reach out to a coach or a mentor or somebody who has done it and says, oh, yeah, I, I went through that too, and here's what I did to help. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. that, that light bulb goes off, and you try it, and you get through it, and you feel amazing. Key point that I always tell people, don't spend too much time there. But don't blow past that stop where you actually accomplished and finished something. That's a yes. successful moment. Reflect on it, feel it, enjoy it. What did I learn from that? And then you may be able to use those techniques again for the next thing. It's like, or remind yourself. And this, I see this with entrepreneurs all the time. Not happy with where my business is. Well, how long have you been doing it? For five years. Okay, you know, what's your revenue? Okay, it's this. Uh-huh. What do you want your revenue to be? This. Okay, where was your revenue when you started the business annually? Uh, zero. And you're making what now a year? This. You're making, you created something from nothing other than a thought, and now you're making this. So, uh, you should celebrate. Think about that. Absolutely. You, or you're at a career and you started off as a junior engineer or an intern, and now you're leading a division and you're doing all these great things. That took time and effort, and you grew and you learned. You can continue to do so. Yeah. You just get. It ultimately comes back to you know. I see this a lot with people that are burned out. Is a lot of it is expectations and, yeah. of course, the weight of everything else. Yeah. And it's like well, we're focused on the gap, right? Yeah. It's like you said, we're achievers, Michael. You mm-hmm. and I, we want to get all this done. We want to make this huge impact and hit our vision mm-hmm. and our goals. And mm-hmm. it's like every time we set that next big goal, all we focus on is that gap between today's reality and that future dream. And I get it. I'm guilty. <laughs> but I love what you're saying. It's like, don't forget about the gains. Look at how far you've come. And it's a really important practice if you are feeling that lack of motivation or burnout to pause and change your view. Stop just focusing on gaps to your future and look at the gains and how far you've come and what you've learned because it's a really important expectation resetting exercise. You know, wow, I have come a long way. Wow, very few people could do what you've done. I mean, even that, that entrepreneurial example, whether you're an entrepreneur or not, it resonates. It's like, 
that's a great accomplishment to go from zero to anything. Most people will never build a business. <laughs> so I think that's an awesome exercise. And it's one, you know, the engineer in me would say, let's get tactical on that. Like, if you need to get off of the gap and focus on gains, go grab your journal, do it handwritten because it's powerful to write these things out and just challenge yourself. Take 10 minutes right now, you know, pause the episode if you have to and go write down 10 things that you've accomplished in the last 12 months or, you know, journal about how far you've come in your career or your business for 10 minutes. Take action on that. Don't just listen to the idea. You need to tactically go execute all these mindset tools. You know, I call it mindset work, Michael, because it's work. You, you have to set aside time and actually do it. Just listening to us talk about it isn't going to change my life. I need to go implement that in my own experience. Like Brian Tracy tells us to write down our goals and keep writing them down yeah. every day to really commit them to you know, accomplishment. And it's there's a big, big thing about writing down, not typing on your phone or your tablet, yeah. but literally writing down because that commits it and makes it you know something that's really important. So, mm-hmm. so what's up? What's it uses on your a different part of the brain? Right? It's, it's, it actually engages a different part of your prefrontal cortex to to write. And you know, there's something really important about that translation of the idea in our imagination into the written word. And it also helps you not to be as distracted because it takes a little more cognitive power to get that pen moving. And I encourage my clients, don't stop the pen. Just keep writing. Stream of consciousness. It's a really important technique for these kinds of exercises. And if you forget or don't know what to say, write that down. I'm not sure what to say next. Like literally write those exact words because you want to keep the flow and the next thing will come. And I tell people too, especially with screen time and you know our smartphones yeah, and computers yeah. and all of that. Uh, even you know when I give talks and I'm at a conference or things like that, and it, I usually try to do this. Sometimes it doesn't happen, but usually I, I try to leave a little bit of time uh, at the end of it where they've got some time before they have to go to their next session. And I encourage them. I say, go outside, assuming the weather is decent. <laughs> yeah. Don't look at your smartphone. Keep it in your pocket yeah. or your purse. Stare at the top of trees or look look up towards the sky. Don't look at the sun. We don't need you blind, but let's just stare for two minutes. Get your yeah. vision Gaze. away from thing yeah. and just breathe. Maybe reflect on what you heard I, me say. Maybe reflect on who you think is going to win this weekend at whatever tournament or game or whatever. Yeah. Or yeah. you know, think about you know the trip that's coming up. Think about whatever comes to mind and just let those thoughts kind of flow, but approach it from, and this is an exercise I have a lot of people do, especially when they're doing the internal work, approach it from a point of curiosity, not in condemnment, curiosity, as if you are picking up a journal and going, okay, this is the book of Zach. All right. What Zach working on? Okay. And, And you're like, all right. And like, wonder why that was important or why is this important? Why is this impacting me now? And it's something I do all the time, yeah. especially with news or information or things like that. If I notice or catch myself or if my, my spouse will be a good job and she'll tell me, yeah, well, why is that bugging you? If I don't ask myself that, she will. It's like, why sure. is that bugging you? And it's like, I have to stop and go, 
Okay, why is it bugging me? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, looking at these little breaks, I, I mean, you and I clearly cut from the same cloth, Michael. It's like, those aren't laziness or not having a hard work ethic or anything. Like, that intentionality around breaks and those times, that's your X factor to help you perform when you do get back into the conference or when you do go back in for your next meeting or you show up at that computer screen again to start writing code or do whatever you do. Those times are not about, oh, I don't have what it takes to keep working. I need a break. No, 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 no. This is the sharpening of the sword. This is you actually intentionally setting yourself up to perform better and be more productive at the things that matter. So I love that. So if you have one key piece of advice for people, they could be engineers, they could be accountants, they could be teachers, they could be firefighters, they could be whomever. What's the common thing? Do you like telling people to help them kind of take themselves from where they are to where they want to be? It's a big question. And I will say, Michael, I'm a big believer that everybody's situation is unique. And you want to be clear on your vision and goals and what's holding you back. But there's always themes. And I'll tell you, one of the most important things to me is recognizing that your perspective in the present pours the foundation for your future. The whole basis of the coaching that we do in lifestyle engineering is built on your mindset. And so regardless of where you're at, what you're stuck on, where you want to be, the perspective, the thoughts, the mindset that you bring today creates the limitation of what's possible for you in the future. Your perspective in the present pours the foundation of your future. And if there's one thing we all need to do to unlock that incredible potential within us, it's get into a place where that perspective of what's possible can be expanded, challenged, ask new questions, work on your mindset, find these limiting beliefs. Because at the end of the day, if you don't actually believe that it's possible for you to go do something bigger and better and more amazing, if you don't believe that you're allowed to be happy or have that life, then it won't matter what strategy Michael or I give you to go take action on. You'll find a way to make it not work because you've already limited yourself with that perspective. So that would be the one thing if I was just going to say, bottom line, where's the work begin? It's going to begin in our mindset. That's perfect. That's perfect. And if people do that, that paves the foundation for the additional work that they may need to do on some things. But you get that mindset, you know, get more clarity around there. It makes such a big difference. So, Zach, yeah, I've loved this conversation. Yeah, exactly. Love this conversation, Zach. Where can people find out more about you and all this amazing work you're doing? Yeah, Michael, thank you. If any of this resonates and somebody wants to connect, you know, first jump over to the Happy Engineer podcast, listen to Michael's episode, and in the show notes there are all the links to find me. It's also thehappyengineerpodcast.com, and uh, we'll give you a link to get on a free call with me if you want to talk, you're interested in coaching, lifestyle engineering, all the resources, social links are there. So jump over to the Happy Engineer or thehappyengineerpodcast.com. I'll definitely have that in the show notes. So, Zach, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate you and all this amazing work you're doing. Michael, thanks for having me on. Keep crushing it, man. Thanks for listening to The Breakfast Leadership Show, part of the Breakfast Leadership Network. Visit breakfastleadership.com for tips on empowering your business 
and your life.